goes yeah you know how there's some leeway with little kids i do right little kids are talking or whatever fidgeting all right they're kids do you, and you know how people say you know there's the, the jokes about how as you get older you kind of revert back into being a kid i yeah uh, i know of what you care. speak do you find that you feel you have the same kind of leeway with older movie audiences as well like if someone leans over to say something and they're elderly and it's a little loud, or you're just like, well, I mean, you know. It depends on how old we're talking here. I fucking ancient. No, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, 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 I think I know to what you're referring. We were in a theater earlier today, and there were some uh, some older folk who were kind of more openly just describing things that were happening on screen. Was it during the movie? I only oh, yeah. noticed it during the trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, it was happening during the movie. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I only noticed people. There was. Do you do you, re- do you remember the bit during uh, we went and saw Living uh, this afternoon, and there was a calendar that was like the calendar said July, and then yeah, it turned then to, it August. to August. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the people sitting in the middle of our row, one of them leaned to the other and said, "The calendar says July," and then it's now it's August. Okay, so when there's something uh, to read on screen. Yeah, and and that was just like that. That that struck me as the kind of thing where like this is a service that they're doing for this person. We went to a movie. We we've been to a movie where someone was translating it, right? I'm sure that's happened. Yeah, I feel like that that that. struck into my head where someone was like translating the movie the whole time. I will say that I have no patience for if you got a couple of like sixty year olds who are just sitting there talking. Yeah, sure. uh, Which happens. more often than not yeah. not more often than not but yeah. like more often than it should happens the, during the trailers a lot that's yeah. a big thing yeah and like trailers are fair game there's an old Seinfeld joke I disagree there's an old Seinfeld joke it says the, yeah well you you believe the guy on your phone during trailers there's an old Seinfeld joke where Elaine's at a, a, a movie or something uh-huh. and the women in the back are going like my David is so funny he took the vacuum and started vacuuming the house. And then he put on my shoes. He saw... And then she turned around and she went like, shush or whatever. And the woman goes, it's just the coming attractions. Um, I disagree. The lights are now down. So let's zip the lip. No, that's not what we're here for. I'm. Why not? I love coming attractions. I love trailers. Uh, yeah. you yelling over Shazam, seeing Shazam Fury of the Gods for the 50th time? I don't think anyone should be yelling over anything <laughs> in the theater, personally. I think that's very rude. What's the Eminem song? What is, what is the... Why can't I think of the less... Oh, come on, from the trailer that you've seen 90 times. The Eminem song. From Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Trailer. Oh! The, the, the May I have your attention, please? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the end, when it says like you know in theaters whatever, there's like another sting with his lyric. I I I do, I do not know. I'm on it. All right. <laughs> uh, should we start? Well, I, th- I think it's uh, right. I think it's high time. Hello everyone <laughs> and welcome to the 220th episode of What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host Brian, and I am your host Noah. All right, Noah. Well, yes. I'm pulling this up now, but 
Ooh, no ad. You gotta love it. <laughs> it is showtime. Oh, can I get a witness? Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. All right. Thank you. And we have a witness today. A uh, special <laughs> guest joining us. Um, our good friend and former fellow podcaster, current good friend, uh, Ahmad Oates. Hello, Ahmad. Hello. How's it going? Thank you for having me. It's going good. Thank you for uh, coming. You're here for a special reason we'll get into a little later. Um, let's let's do the box office first. Get that out of the way. Okay. Top five. I, sure. So I, my my personal top five here. I, which I uh, I I racked my brain over. You know what am I? What is it that I'm ranking this week? Uh, and just I bolt a bolt a lightning out of nowhere. It hit me that this is the perfect opportunity to talk about my personal top five Will Smith movies. I. <laughs> Right. No one else gets to say in this list. This came from we were watching Emancipation today, and Noah was like, "I'm looking at the middle part of our list." And um, wait, can you say something real quick? <laughs> I, I I've said plenty, no, so I, I get think. the voice. Just say something. Say <laughs> okay. Say say we're. I'm looking at our li- our rankings right now. All right, so I'm looking at the middle part of our rankings so like right now. All right, I got it. Uh, and God, uh, damn it, <laughs> so I do to my mom all the time. <laughs> Mod, why don't you go ahead She'll go. <laughs> She'll go. <laughs> She'll go. Brian, we watch her. Uh, no, um, uh, and he was like, he was looking at it and he goes, oh my God, I forgot how much you two don't really like Independence Day, which is crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I like it better than this movie. Uh, and so that must have been what spurred this on. Am I correct? That's part of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's right. another movie that you guys are both way too low on, but okay, uh, listen, we'll talk about I, that in a second. I, listen, I, some people, Bagger Vance is just a tough title for a lot of people to sit through. I'm so sorry that you're such a fan of it. I, I take deep offense to that. I was the one of us sitting here saying that Bagger Vance might be the worst movie ever made. I will not have Bagger Vance be put to my name. The fifth best Will Smith movie is Enemy of the State. Mm-hmm. Uh, a terrific political the thriller. You'll have to tell us what the other one was. No, that one's ranked very high for us. Okay, uh, I, 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 I will let you know. Right. Uh, yeah, great stuff. Will Smith and Gene Hackman. Uh, a lot of fun. Very thrilling. Not, not the kind of thing that Will Smith has done a ton of, uh, and he should do more, because it's good. Agreed. I... Uh, Number four is the other one you guys are too low on, and it is Focus, mm-hmm. uh, a movie that both of you like. This is not an Independence Day situation, uh, but are like, yeah, this is good. When I think, in fact, Focus is terrific, uh, a just great genre like mystery con man movie, uh, a great uh, great supporting performance from Margot Robbie, the uh, the terrific scene with the car crash yeah. that we like so much. I really, really love Focus. Uh, that one, uh, that one came around on me even more during our second watch through. Number three is Independence Day, a classic of action cinema. <laughs> one of Will Smith's star-making roles, mm-hmm. the peak of Jeff Goldblum's powers, okay. an all-time movie speech. <laughs> peak of Jeff Goldblum's powers is definitely just Jurassic Park, but. I mean, it's the same. It's the same time. I'm. I'm not talking about the film so much as the era. Uh, it is Jeff Goldblum currently amidst his mm-hmm. peak, even if Jurassic Park is the individual top. Uh, 
And Independence Day is great and a lot of fun, and one day you both will come to your senses. <laughs> uh, fortunately, you guys do both like Bad Boys 2, which is uh, my number two Will Smith movie and probably my number one Will Smith performance. Your number one is... Will Smith movie is the other movie that we're lower on than you would like? No, it was Focus. Oh, it was Focus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I... Yeah, Bad Boys 2 is great. And number one is Men our consensus black, number yeah. one, Men in Black. Yeah. Uh, which does not have uh, the problem of being a half hour too long that Bad Boys 2 does. Uh, I don't I don't much care about that problem, but it is a problem, and Men in Black doesn't have it. Uh, so there we go. As for our actual top five, uh, a lot of familiar faces here this week. Number one was Avatar The Way of Water, followed by Puss in Boots The Last Wish. A Man Called Otto jumped up a little bit to number three. Then comes Megan. And finally, Pathan mm-hmm. is, I hope, how that's pronounced. I don't know. I apologize if it's not. But Avatar The Way of Water, seven weeks in a row at Boom. number one. $15.7 million, a 22% drop up to a $620.5 million. Only two other movies in the last 30 years have held the number one spot for seven weeks. I'll give you all one <laughs> guess as to what they are. Uh, Avengers. No. Star Wars. Yes, no. Harry Potter. No, it is... Harry Potter 2. Avatar <laughs> and Titanic. Both oh, James Cameron films. I get it. Uh, you're allowed to talk about it. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? That's how I was going to guess that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's made 620. Yeah, we're starting to come down to Earth, which is nice. Uh, next week, again, I hope that... Knock at the Cabin does well. I think it'll definitely take the top spot since Avatar is going to be making like 13, 12. Yeah. Um, 620, currently domestic. That puts us at... Uh, we're still... at Yeah, we're at number 11. We've crossed The Last Jedi, and we are about a day or two away from passing the first Avengers movie, number 10. All right. The biggest movie of all time domestically. Wow. Um, then you got another thirty million till Jurassic World, and then another thirty-nine million till Titanic. So it should get there. Um, worldwide, Avatar: The Way of Water now sits at two point one billion dollars, which sits firmly at number four. It'll pass Titanic for the third spot for the third biggest film of all time in a few weeks, I would think, and that's where it's going to stop. It does not have the power uh, to gross another $600 million worldwide to get past Avengers Endgame. So that would be a lot. It will peak at number three. Um, Pretty good, though. Really fucking ever. Really incredible. And we have someone here who hasn't seen it. Yeah. Oh, you still haven't caught Avatar. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for it to appear Two, on Disney+. Plus. $2.1 billion for <laughs> the people James seen. Cameron intended. <laughs> you watch it on your phone. Yeah. In two like, D, yeah. <laughs> fifteen minute increments. You could re, you could recreate Quibi. You guys remember Quibi? Oh yeah, yeah. Avatar: Quib- The Way of Water was originally going to be released on Quibi. Yeah. Well, oh really? Uh, because they thought it was a silly word. Now it stands for Quick Bites. Quick Bites. Yeah, that's right. Quick Bites. I know everything about Quibi. <laughs> quick Bites should be what Small Plates is. That's a cuter name, oh, isn't it? Yeah, I like that. So yeah. small, we're Small Plate Restaurant. We're Quick Bites. Um. That should be like if the Chipotle of Tapas serves quick Do bites. Do we have anything mm-hmm. else next week besides Knock at the Cabin? Let me take a look. Because I wonder how many theaters is going. It's going to keep all the premium uh, theaters. Avatar. Yeah, Knock at the Cabin is not going to 
debut in IMAX, so that'll be good. But the for, knock would sound so good for, oh, in Adult Boy, Theater. It? Oh, 80 for Brady, which... That's going to be in theaters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a real movie. <laughs> I thought for sure that was like going straight to a streaming service. It kind of, I know it kind of seems like... A, a fake trailer for a movie that's actually about like Pizza Hut and the NFL playoffs, but no, it's a real thing. There's six reviews in for Eighty for Brady. It has a sixty-seven percent, huh. which that's you know, that's that disheartening. Eighty for Brady isn't for the eight, isn't a for the ages score setter, but it makes the goal when it counts. Is he playing himself in the movie? Yeah, yeah. the Patriots. He had to put on a Patriots uniform to do this. <laughs> A pleasant enough reminder that these gals are still good game for a good time. That's dirty. Well, uh, yeah, that was a little suggestive. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see, who hated it? The star-studded Enterprise produces a heavy-handed bit of sentiment and a near giggle, or three, that at least makes the time pass. No, that's not a ringing endorsement. One and a half out of four. It sounds do, like a two. Um, <laughs> do we think any of them die? Oh, wouldn't that be... And then Brady's at their funeral. <laughs> Do you think he'll come? No, you know it would be? It'd be Jane Fonda and Gronk comes to her funeral and she freaks out. Oh, sure. Uh, no, I don't think any of them die. Yeah, probably not. But I wonder if one of them has a terminal illness, which is why they decide to do this. Okay. Mm. And they don't die on screen. But right, it's like but the, it is known yeah. that yeah. they will die. Yeah. As will we all. So say we all. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 80 for Brady. I mean, I don't know what that'll do, but I'm just looking at... You know, Avatar's in 3,600 theaters, and it dropped 190. It's going to hold on to theaters for a while. Until uh, Ant-Man takes over the 3D and the uh, IMAX screens. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, a movie that is not leveling off just yet. It made $10.6 million. Only a 10% drop uh, is up to $140.8 million. Honestly, it's remarkable. I've heard good things about it. It's, it's awesome. quite good. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I loved this movie. I think it's beautiful on a big screen. The animation's so cool. Um, it's really funny. But listen, it's been out for six weeks and never once has it... And it opened at $12 million. But it has never dipped below $10 million on a weekend, which is crazy. It dropped 35... Or it gained 35 because of the holidays. Then it dropped... Didn't we all? Then it dropped 19. <laughs> uh, then it went up 6. Then it dropped 18. Now it dropped 10. I mean, because, again, there's nothing else in theaters for children. Um, and so I think that's a big part of it. I'm now checking what Puss in Boots made total in 2011 because it made 149. So we are about a week away from this passing the first one. Wow. And the first one opened to... 70. No. No, no, no. no. 139. No, 34. Um, and also had good legs, but this is just remarkable. And it's so fun. It's such a good movie. And uh, Eddie Murphy's doing a press tour for you people. And he uh, he said, uh, where's the donkey movie? Or he's like, I'm, I, of course I'd be in Shrek 5. Where's the donkey movie? Puss in Boots has movies. And donkey's way funnier than Puss in Boots. And everyone's like... Yeah, I mean, I, the issue Donkey shouldn't get his own movie. He's already a side character. Yeah, it's yeah. not special that way. No, you can't. You can't support a whole movie being Donkey. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, he should be in Puss in Boots too or Shrek Five. Yes, well, yes, of course. I mean, they should just do. A Shrek they're 5. making a Shrek Five. Uh, they probably will. Yeah, the 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 DreamWorks just got bought a couple of years ago by Universal, so I think Universal really wants their crack on uh, like those franchises. Yeah. 
Um, and Puss in Boots ends on the, I mean, not to give anything away, but he is sailing toward far, far away. Uh, he's on a boat and he's like, we're going to see some, I won't do the voice. We're doing, we're going to see some old friends. And then the camera pans and it's the, uh, it's the Hollywood sign. That's okay. Far, far away. So yeah. If uh, only more of us had the strength to not do the voice. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> what is this? Oh, is this in regard to Will Smith's accent? Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, it was. Boy, were we doing French accents the whole time watching that movie. We were just... Mon chéri. <laughs> my family is back that way. My family. Merde. <laughs> is that a rattlesnake? <laughs> this alligator is no match for my stick. <laughs> Anyway, we'll get to all that. Uh, that's it for Puss and Boots. What's next? And man called out, no, sorry, a man called Otto uh, came in at number three with six point seven million dollars. Was twenty three point three percent drop. That's up to forty six million. I'm gonna look up the budget for this because it's already at over seventy worldwide. This is a really nice little hit. It's uh, this movie must have cost between ten and fifteen at most. I would uh, hope fifty. And fifty? <laughs> wow. It's got a big star. Um fifty? <laughs> who made this? Sony. It's on it's set in a house on a street. It's just a guy talking and having a cat. I felt part part of it must be like agents now or like well back end points might not mean anything. Uh huh. So why don't you just pay my star so we're, a little we're, more now? Yeah, we're back to the twenty million just getting a shitload of money. Yeah, twenty million a picture. Um it's gonna pass. It's it could pass sixty, which is incredible. It's it's his biggest like fictional hit since like Angels and Demons because now it's animated mo- or live action fiction. Right. Because he'll do it, Toy Stories, and he'll play Captain Phillips or he'll play Mister Rogers or he'll play Sully or he'll play Walt Disney. Right. <laughs> or the guy from the Post. <laughs> Those are his movies that he'll make now. Um, but it's a really nice little hit, and I'm sorry that I just don't have time to go see it. Yeah, there's too many movies. <laughs> too many things to see. Like Megan. We did prioritize Megan over A Man Called Otto, for instance. That movie made $6.3 million this No, weekend. do the dance. I, I'm doing it now. Oh! <laughs> Impressive. Uh, it was a 34.4% drop and is up to 82.2 total. Yes, sir. I think we're getting 100 out of this. I think that, that we're dropping small enough now that it's after the second weekend. That uh, Knock at the Cabin is going to hit this. But Knock at the Cabin is rated R for violence and language. And this is PG 13. And also, not Knock at the Cabin's not targeting like teenage girls. So maybe it'll hold. But um, I think we could get to. I think that if Universal's smart, they push it to get to 100. Because I think they can do it. Can I stop doing the dance? Uh yes. Thank you. Leg's gonna fall off. <laughs> I number five. You're just doing the move where she like puts her arm in front of her body and behind her body. You're not yeah. doing the wall spin. Still, I'm I'm but one man. Okay. Uh, number five was Pathan, which uh, was released this weekend to five point nine million dollars. Yeah. Well, how many theaters? In six hundred ninety-five. And theaters. so, what average does it have? Eight. Thousand five hundred. Incredible! Is that the best? It's got to be the best. Yeah, it's the best yes. uh, this week. Uh, except, uh, oh close. no, yeah, close made money. Um, that's incredible. I, it's a it, it's a film from Bollywood. Um, 
It's a huge hit over there. And this is, it's estimated that this is the uh, the biggest Bollywood opening of all time in North America. It is a huge number. And I think that um, the star of it apparently took a long hiatus and is now back doing movies. That okay. has to do with it. And I also think RRR is partially responsible for this. Sure. Um, which is, oh God, Ahmad, you have to watch RRR with us. You have to come over. Yeah, RRR uh, is really cool. We have you to, would, we have to get drunk and watch RRR. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, yeah, I'll show you a scene from it when we're done. But, um, it's already one of uh, the highest grossing Hindi films uh, of all time. Uh, it's just doing gangbusters, and it is described as an action thriller, the fourth installment of a franchise. Um, do I have a synopsis? No. Oh, well, uh, it's a big hit, and that's a huge number. For you know, We talk all the time about how there are these... Um, Bollywood movies or Hindi movies that come out that do like really well. Uh, this opened on Wednesday, which is why it does eight million. Okay, total when it made five this week, six this weekend. But they always make like three million or four million. And you're like, oh wow, that's because the, they're opening such small amount of theaters. This is actually a big number. Yeah, um, so that's pretty cool. I also want to mention uh, Infinity Pool opened. Not a lot of theaters, not a lot of per, th- uh, per theater average, didn't really make a lot of money, and I think that's just because it just happened, like it just premiered at Sundance like three weeks ago, and they picked it up. Look up the MPA rating for it, because I think it might okay. be not rated. Um, but it's this, you know, experimental horror, not experimental, it's just uh, horror film by uh, uh, Brandon Cronenberg, uh, right? Yeah. Brandon Cronenberg? Yes. Um, son of David Cronenberg, who's a big body horror. Go ahead. Uh, no, it's rated R, but... Uh, Read it. You got the, what it's rated R for? No, it's just... When it comes up on Google, mm-hmm. the uh, the little picture next to it is yeah. for the film Sausage Party. Oh. And that's odd. Um, <laughs> is all. But it is an interesting technique to, to, to buy a movie... Uh, from Sundance and then immediately put into theaters while people on Twitter are still talking about it. Um, but I would go see it quickly because I don't think it's going to hang on to many theaters Seems for very that. long. So if you want to see Alexander Sarsgaard ejaculate, go now! <laughs> and that's I do all not. I, that's that's <laughs> all I have. for yourself. <laughs> fuck left behind, rise of the Antichrist, that can go fuck itself. And uh, Close made a lot of money, but... Oh, one else thing I want to mention is uh, all, all or most of the Best Picture nominees uh, came back to AMC's this week. Yeah. I also hear that Regal is doing a thing. Okay. Uh, where they're going to be showing all of them for like six bucks a pop. So everywhere, everything everywhere all at once uh, reopened in 1,400 theaters, made a million dollars. The Whale's not nominated for Best Picture, but that's still hanging in there, 15. Um, Women Talking expanded 500 theaters. The Fablemans jumped into another 1,000 theaters. Didn't make any money. Um, Tar added another 400. Banshees added another 1,000. So these movies are out there. And uh, go see them. Yes. On a big screen. All right. That's it, Noah. Let's play some games. It's time to play everybody's favorite game, of course. might be new to a mod. I don't know how caught up he is. (laughs) Did... It make more or less than. Just than. (laughs) We all know how to play. Uh, I name three movies, and Brian, you list them in order. Which ones made more, and which ones made less at the box office. For a bonus point, you can tell me the year in question. They all come from the same year. 
one of the movie's opening weekend totals within $5 million, and one of the movie's final grosses within $5 million. Yeah. Are you ready to play? Yeah. All right, your three movies this week are, in alphabetical order, Atomic Blonde, A Dog's Purpose, and The Lego Ninjago Movie. Okay, so these are recent, so... 2018 or 2007. I'm going to say 2000... Oh, Ninjago came out the same year as Blue Lego Batman. So maybe 2017. I'm saying 17 on the year. 17 is correct. Okay. A Dog's Purpose made bank. Really? They made a sequel to it, yeah. Oh my goodness. I want to say that's around 60, but... Atomic Blonde did okay, and Ninjago, I think, is like around 50. I think Dog's Purpose is number one. Dog's Purpose number one? That is correct. Uh, I'll go Ninjago and then Blonde. Correct and correct. Four points so far. All right, we'll do the opening weekend for Dog's Purpose. That's got to be like, I'm going to say 20. Maybe uh, it was 18, but that is uh, within. I think, by the way, next week we're going to be uh, going to uh, within $3 million sure. on these uh, on these ranges. Cause, but yes, that is correct. And then, oh, that's it, right? Oh, no, no, you also have a, a final gross yeah, of sure. either Ninjago so or Atomic Blonde. Let's do Ninjago. I'm going to say 58. 59.2. Oh, <laughs> Just... To be fair, Ninjago is part of a... Franchise, sure. Uh, may or may not have been doing a lot of research recently. Fair point. We'll talk about that later. Is it, a, are, is it a ninja Lego? We are announcing that. that. that? Yeah, well, it's Lego Ninjago. Movie. Ninjago is ninja Lego. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yes, it is. Ninjago. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is uh, three out of four weeks. You've hit six points on this game. I gotta, I gotta step it up a little bit. <laughs> I, and now come and gone from a theater near you, Brian. You're ready to go back in time. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're doing 2018. This is week four, January 26th. Uh, one film came out this weekend the and the opened last key. at number one. No. no. What's the date? January 26th. Did you already say that? I did. January 26th, 2018. Yes. It's not Triple X. We already did that. Is it Triple X or Turner's Education? It is not. It is an installment of in a series. Franchise. No. Oh. <laughs> it's in a franchise. Uh, Alright, give me a clue. It is the final installment. Oh, is it Resident Evil? No. Okay. Fewer movies than that. How do I know it's the why do they know it's the final installment? Because uh, it was, was it marketed as such. It's based on uh, a series of books. Oh, the Maze Runner, the Death Cure. There it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah I like the Maze Runner franchise. First I, one's really good. I liked the first one. Yeah, it was a, a really solid YA movie. It's like a haunted house thing, right? They're in a big maze that changes, and there's monsters in it. And yeah, it's, it's it's like smaller scale and like yeah. not so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I thought the second one was. Not good, as I recall it. And then I skipped the third one. Yeah, which is also generic. But I like the cast. I think they're good together. Um, All right, here we go. What did What did it make? Oh right. (laughs) You can't Uh, You can't just skip out on the hard part. (laughs) Sixteen. 
Oh, 24. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Again, I've been doing some research on things. Uh, 24.1, That's in fact. very interesting. Yeah, I... It was... Yeah, you're right, 24. I, wow. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at it right here. All right. Now we can get to it. Yes, let's. All right. No, 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 no. We do that every time, right? No, 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 no. I don't remember the procedures. But yes. with it, with it. We didn't used to do that. Um, <laughs> once upon a time, we did a series called Getting Willie Witted, back when we all loved Will Smith and he didn't do anything wrong. Um, we watched every single one of his um, leading performances in films. It took about six weeks or so. We then ranked them after trips. We gave out special awards. It was, a, it was a wonderful time. We had a good time doing it. And because he's still making movies, for now, um, we decided we'll get together every time he releases one and add these to the list. Um, and he released a movie this year. We didn't think he would. No. There was talk uh, in March that this would not happen. We haven't, as a group, as of getting Willie with it section, we have not talked about it. You know, isn't that interesting? Yeah. We did our King Richard episode. And then you and I talked because we re- recapped the Oscars. But uh, the whole point of this was to celebrate Will Smith. The innovator of violence himself. <laughs> and then he became the harbinger of death. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's what I've been told, Ahmad. That's what Twitter says. He, att- he made an attempt on a man's life. Ahmad, you see, he could have died. <laughs> he could have died. What if, what if, a, a like a stage light had fallen from the the ceiling, and Chris Rock would not have been in its path, but then the force of the slap would have knocked him into its path, and then he would have been killed by that light. What if Ooh. he fell off the stage and right on to, uh. Right onto Marcia Gay Harden's steak knife because oh. she was eating and went huh and he fell and he went right into the knife. That could have happened. Could not think of a modern celebrity. Is that the Gabrielle Sidibe or Marcia Gay Harden? Those are my two in my head. That's I went with the more obscure. Thought that was funny. Sure. Um, what if instead of getting up there and slapping him? He'd actually put him into a sleeper hold and refused to let go after he tapped out, despite agreeing to the rules of the bout beforehand. I, I, I have uh, I have been on record on this pod many times. Uh, the Will Smith thing just seems very silly to me. Yeah, like what? We, we're not gonna hype on it. We're not gonna harp on it because it's been talked about to death. But yeah. I feel like we should. Briefly touch on it as yeah. this is part of our... Yeah, we, we need an institutional uh, take. Uh, we were all here when it happened. Mm-hmm. We were just talking to each other uh, when it happened. And it was... I'll never forget the silence that befell us. <laughs> and we all were like, oh, is that a joke? That's weird. Do you, re- do you remember when it came through that like the Japanese broadcast didn't bleep it yeah so we have the audio yeah it was it was like we were in a newsroom we yeah everybody's on twitter time. yeah on twitter during commercial report quest love we were on we were just like talking over i was it was nuts and then shauna texted me and she was like great that we leave early oh yeah, like, yeah they did leave don't leave before nine o'clock 
yeah, it was uh, it was wild. But um, Noah, uh, yeah. Well, what are your what are your what are your brief? I mean, uh, like, you should not be violent towards people. Uh, that's bad. But. Like, I don't know. I just don't really care. Like, he was making fun of his wife, and he got mad about it, and mm-hmm. he overreacted, and, like, we can we can all move past it? It's not... It wasn't that bad, I think. I, I agree. Unfortunately, so many people did not move past it. <laughs> and it just it went on. He's suspended from the it's academy gone. for, like, ten years. <laughs> ten years. It's ridiculous. Um... This this movie was already in the can when it happened. And yeah. This was going to be their big awards player this year, you know, following his Oscar-winning turn in King Richard. And then there was talk once Bad Boys Four was canceled, which is stupid. I saw something on Twitter that said he's still set to reprise his role as Genie in the Aladdin sequel, but I didn't click on the link, so who knows what that was. But, um. Then they pushed forward. There was something. Everything quieted down. He did the. He did a little bit of a run of like videos and statements. He went mm-hmm. on. He went on uh, his his wife's uh, Facebook Facebook show. Facebook show. Red, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Red, Red Table, Table Talk. Talk. Yeah. Okay, I think it's Facebook. Um, and that was really it. He kind of went away, and then award season started, and there wasn't much talk about this movie, and then. Suddenly, there were pop-up screenings at uh, colleges, predominantly black institutions, Q&As with the director and Will, and everyone was kind of like, what's going on here? And then there was talk of, like, maybe it's getting really good test screenings. So they were like, regardless, we're putting it out um, as a show of confidence, you know, that kind of, you could spin the narrative as, like, we could hold this, but it's too good that we can't not release it. And get some positive buzz going in the community. But um, then it came out and kind of fizzled. Uh, <laughs> it turned out, it, uh, if you're going to spin that narrative, it has to be good. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, it came out. He, he, he went on a little bit of a press tour. Never did any talk shows. Never did any... I don't think a cat... He probably couldn't go to any Academy events. But um, <laughs> the, the to show up. And but the, everything I saw, because I follow him on social media, the Q&As were predominantly at, like, educational institutions, colleges okay. and stuff, um, as a way of, of having a discussion about it. And it was just very... course here this year. <laughs> he walked into a self-defense course. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you. It's all in the hips. <laughs> uh, now, with a suit, it's harder. So, put on, everyone put on this jacket. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> It came out, and let's talk about it. Emancipations, the movie, released December 2nd, 2022, directed by Antoine Fuqua, starring Will Smith, Ben Foster, and Charmaine Bingwa. 45% on Rotten Tomatoes, 53% on Metacritic. Let's discuss. Uh, Ahmad, you watched this. We watched this, no and I. Today, you watched this yesterday. Uh, Wednesday? Maybe Friday? Wednesday. I don't remember. Friday. Earlier this week. Yeah. You texted me. Where was... Oh, we were in a movie. What did we see this week? I... Because I was, was... We were in a movie. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go, go, I, go, I, I have a... This letterbox is for... This is very important, record. by the way. <laughs> I... Or was, was it, it Saturday? Did you text me on on Saturday morning? No. 
I might have. I texted I think, you the day after I watched okay, it. Okay, you texted me Saturday morning. So I think I watched it Friday. So we were seeing, we were at the music boxing Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. All right. And uh, um, so, but for the podcast, what did you think of Emancipation? Yeah, so I, I think what I ended up texting you was that I hated watching it, but I didn't hate the movie, if that makes any sense. Um, I wasn't looking forward to watching this movie. I am long past the point where I want to see another movie about slavery. Um, and so I was, I guess once I knew that I was watching, I was interested to see if they were at least going to be treading some new ground. I'd heard about the kind of story that this was retelling and the photo and all of that. Um, but the movie didn't really tread any new ground at all, which left me for the entire movie being like why do we need to make this movie why am i watching this movie i thought i thought will smith was good um i thought his performance was compelling he kind of made it easy for you to care about his character really quickly Which is one of his great strengths as an actor yeah yeah i was i was in on it i was like okay yes. i i like this performance will smith. ben foster is always a good villain he's good at that kind mm. of role sure. yeah Knows but how to ride a horse <laughs> sure <yeah>. does <laughs> But, you know, I didn't need the... I, I knew it was going to be a violent, um, kind of grim movie, and it was exactly that. And it was, you know, I just don't need to see those type of movies anymore, especially because there's enough, there's enough trauma in our current day of America. I don't need to see a, a movie retelling. Remember, just remember, <laughs> things were worse. That's the message <laughs> of these movies. Somehow, it was worse. Um, there, were, there were some also some questionable, like... I'm sure we'll get to this, but the whole alligator thing was. I'm like, opening what? with the alligator thing. <laughs> like, what the hell was that? Like, it was so cool. <laughs> he he had already been shot. He was just bitten by that alligator. Bit yeah. him and spir- spiraled. Him. Yeah, did the death spiral. <laughs> I just, like I. You cannot you cannot make me believe that he, he would have survived. No, that. he put honey on it or whatever. <laughs> Whatever happened, he grabbed he grabbed a stick and he put it in the alligator's mouth, and like then he just and then he just fucking skewered it with his knife. He stabbed it over and over and over. The movie briefly became Gemini Man again, which is good because I like Gemini Man. I Noah, overall impressions before you start on the alligator scene? Yeah, I not good. I a couple of a couple of reasons that it was not good i think uh the the overall thing of Ahmad, what you were saying this movie just just does not tread any new ground at all and mm-hmm. it isn't even like the same ground but like compellingly told yeah it's just it's just kind of like a boilerplate like hey you get over here mm-hmm. kind of movie and like i <laughs> And You're doing the Ben Foster dance now <laughs> for the movie. I, I will, I will leave the second reason that I thought it was bad to you, Brian, because I think it is more sort of your pet point, and I'll stick on mine. Okay. That I, there was, there was no time in this movie to even like establish any of these people as like people or characters that that i could then be compelled by it just it began immediately yeah where they were like huddled in the house and was like you're going to the train station now and i was like oh but who who is that who are they Mm -hmm. like that's his wife and kids i guess and oh no we're gone and 
and then he's on the run. I'm like, who, who is this man? Like, what is, what, what is, what is he like at all? Like, do yeah. I, I care about him in the sense that like, he is a person, and bad things are happening to him, and I'd like them to not be. Uh, and I know that he, he is in fact like a real person in history, but mm-hmm. like I'm. You gotta. You have to establish a character to then be like, oh no, the character that I know is fighting an alligator with yeah. a stick and a knife, and he's kicking its ass. It definitely, he happened. just he is fucking up that alligator. That definitely yeah. happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, and so this this whole like it's just like an hour of him just being chased, and I'm like I. I can't be compelled by the chase. I can't be like excited when he like makes a good move or I can't be scared when he is almost getting caught and he's hiding in that tree. Uh, cuz it's he's just like a like a nameless faceless man who is uh who has no one to interact with at all for enormous stretches of the movie. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't and, like I don't I I don't even I didn't even think he was especially good in it. Not necessarily <laughs> through any fault of his own. He had no he had no one to emote towards. Even when you can't just be on your own, you got to have someone mm-hmm. to talk to or a volleyball or something. <laughs> I and so I found that very frustrating that the characterization was so poor. I, true. His accent was also not good. Uh, Brian, let's let's go to you. Okay, well, you tell me if I cover your your point. Okay. Um, uh, About the slavery movie thing, I think it's very funny, and I think it's a very valid point, that, like, and there are some Jewish people who probably feel the same way about Holocaust movies. I'm Mm. like, give me more of them. We're also people known for loving, just be like, oh, make us feel like shit. This is great. Uh, But we also, like, peaked with this kind of thing. It won... 12 Years a Slave won Best Picture, and, like, we mentioned this at the end of this movie. The line at the end of 12 Years a Slave, which kills me, he sees his wife, and it's almost similar to this, where he's just, not exactly, he comes into a room, he's finally free. But the first thing he says to them after being stolen and being a slave for 12 years is, I apologize for my appearance. And it's heartbreaking. This is just, like, them hugging, and then they cry, and we fade out. There's just, that, okay, the biggest, (laughs) this the most insulting thing I can say about this movie, and I don't mean to be that insulting, is that it made me think of the man in this photo and go, maybe he doesn't have a story to tell? Like, maybe there's no story? Like, a story, meaning, like, right. a movie with an arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a narrative. With this man in this photo. Because the script is... There's no characters in this movie. There's none. There's Will Smith, and then there's Batman on horse, Mm -hmm. and that's it. No one... There's also Army Man. (laughs) Ah, okay. Even Army Man is like, some of them are nice, and some of them are mean. (laughs) The the extent of the characterization is Army Man. Army Man, there's friend who he just dooms to death. (laughs) Yeah. When he runs up and he's like, they're following you. And I was like, no, I rubbed onions on me. And within five minutes, that man is dead. And you're like, well, that's your fault, yeah. man. He was doing just fine no, until you showed up. No, they're following me. They're just always behind me. And I have to keep running. I just keep hearing the dogs. But they're not following me. It's a weird coincidence that this continues to occur. He's like, the guy thinks he's gone insane. I've bit onions 
and rub them on me. Here's some for you. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> putting in his eyes. I'm gonna hide inside of a tree. You, you stay, stay out, out, out here. <laughs> <laughs> stay out here. Um, there's so much wrong with this movie. Like, Will Smith is fine. He gets no opportunity to do anything but one note, which is scared and sad. That's all. Even when he's in battle, and it's supposed to be empowering, and he's stabbing someone, you just, like, he's sad and scared. Uh... He has nothing to do. There's no, like, big moments. There's no dialogue that you'll ever remember him saying. Ben Foster's so one out. He gets that weird monologue about the woman who raised him. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. And it just... It, it's like, no, I already knew that. I know, I already know you're an asshole. <laughs> like, and I could assume it's your dad's fault. I don't need this information. Um, the My dad was actually an abolitionist. And I was like, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was a lovely man. Um, there's just there's n- nothing in this movie to produce characters or story arc. When he went on the run, and then it, I was like, "Is this just forty minutes of this?" And it it was there was no like sense of location. It looked like they were just running back and forth on the same set, like like uh, Benny Hill. Just, yeah. nah, nah, nah. But at the same it, time, it also felt like they were like hundreds of miles away. It's. I, I honestly never felt like anyone was making any progress. He he kept hearing the cannons, and I was like, they sound the same distance away. Yeah. I it see, and, and every location was the same swamp tree thing mm-hmm. that I was like, I don't. I I have no sense of you. You're going anywhere. It seems like you're going in a circle. Um, the burning house thing is weird. When he brings that that kid out, and that kid is under a harp. Like, what is going on? What is the point of this? That was just a very strange sequence yeah. of events. And the the kid gives him an incredibly sharp cross necklace that he can he has enough time to knock the gun away and stab this man in the throat to death. Um, another another moment when the movie became Gemini Man. It was it. I just I feel like. Antoine Fuqua, who I don't think is a very good director, um, wanted this movie to feel so epic. Mm-hmm. We get so many drone shots, and by that I mean that kind of sweeping, especially at the beginning in the uh, the rail yard air camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's just drone shots like through you know through archways, and just look at how big this is. But the script and the storytelling does not fit that canvas. We just saw a movie called Living, which is about uh, an old man who's in a routine job who finds out that he has six months to live and just decides to do something about it. It's a very quiet British film, and it is full of epic shots. It's full of just filling the screen with characters and emotion and and lighting and life. It was just life on the screen. This this had no... And I don't mean that like this movie should be full of life because that's obviously not the point of it, but it should be full of passion and there's nothing here and then like the battle scenes are just boring and again he's using that swooping he wants this to be like his opus and just Mm. having really nice camera angles and a lot of shit on screen does not make an epic movie um did i cover any of your points i well i mean you cut you i agree with all of that there is still one uh one big one sitting out there that i uh, i thought you would lead with it's hideous the movie's hideous that was mainly yeah (laughs) yeah we kept talking about how it's noah was convinced for 40 minutes it was in black and white (laughs) i i 
<laughs> I legitimately thought that. I was like, I don't know. It kind of looks like maybe not, but yeah. I'm, I'm And I was like, there's green. There's, there's green over there. Right. And, <laughs> yeah, and then eventually it's like, oh, yeah, there's a tree with some, like, very, very desaturated green leaves. Uh-huh. And like, what the fuck? And then and then he goes, but maybe the other parts of that Black White are like, no, we've seen Double Indemnity, which is a Black White movie, and we just saw Sunset Boulevard, the music box, black and white. Black and white movies have... White colors in them. They have black and white. It's not just gray. <laughs> the scale. It's yeah. like it's yeah. day and it's night playing it, with it each was, other. It was completely just desaturated and weird. I looking. could turn the brightness on my TV. Like I can't see this shit at all. <laughs> we couldn't see faces. No, we, for five minutes I couldn't see anybody in anybody's if I, face. If, if anyone if was wearing a hat, it was, <laughs> it was no game over. Man. <laughs> they had no. It was like watching Skinamarink. They had no features on there for some mold of a face yeah it was just so such an ugly movie why would you choose so to many shoot ways. your movie like that you just you you shoot what what I'm sure must be like a pretty vibrant swamp yeah uh, in Louisiana mm-hmm. and then you, you just like turn the saturation down they were in those so swamps you can't there's see like, shit there's behind the scenes stuff that was posted where he was like are there aren't snakes here and they're like yeah there's snakes in there like they were in swamps like you have if you're going on location Shoot it! It's you're there. It's tangible. You yeah. can feel it being sweaty and buggy and shit. Like, yeah. show us that. It's it. The him and Ben Foster, the showdown, which is just the stereotypical gunshot, and it's not at Will Smith, and he gets shot in the neck. Like, and also they talk for two. So like, oh, this is a big moment. Yeah, and then he just immediately gets killed. The photo thing seemed that was the whole point of the movie, and it seemed so tacked on. Was, they were just like, oh, come with me real quick. It was a terrible yeah. scene. Can you just <laughs> see <laughs> like, yeah, bye, bye, Especially bye. when I, I have my thing hovered because I wanted his name. You just look at this, and now I'm just picturing a photographer going, can you just put your hand here? <laughs> if you could just tilt your... Like, he was, like, getting his school photo. Yeah. Just, chin up. Chin, point, hold your favor. Hold your, hold your fist on your chin, and now move your arm, but not the chin. Like, absolutely insane. Yeah, that was that was just like straight out of a biopic. Yes, where, where he's like writing his hit song, moment. and mm-hmm. you're like, "Wait a minute, say that again." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, put your put your arm just there. Yeah. This is it. It's like Freddie Mercury being like, "I have an idea." Dun dun. <laughs> what do you think that is? Dun dun. Huh? And then they go, "What about we will we will rock you?" What if that's a lyric? I, if, it was just it it felt like we have to have this scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's just no arc here. He, like, at the end, he decides to fight for his family. That's what he was doing the whole time. There's no change in him. I just... Yeah. Uh, and then she freaks her arm with a cotton What the fuck, man? Was, that was... That was... Uh, that was clever. Yeah, we, we both said that was... But, like, also just not necessary to anything. Like, we didn't need to ever cut back to the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He goes to town and just finds them. There's no, like, the big, like, what if she gets separated? Like, well, she probably won't. Uh, like, we don't need that at all. Even if it happened, we don't need to see it. Uh, yeah. And the, the problem there is that, again, like, there was no time spent developing them as characters. If it was, like, if it was equal parts, you know, him on the run and them back at yeah. this guy's mm-hmm. plantation and, like, they are, they are people doing things and acting as characters... Then like fine, but but yeah, just to just have like one moment back at the house, I uh, did not did not work. He's washing his wife's feet, which is so full of like just religious. Image. It's just so over the top with its 
you know, purity and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. It's religious imagery. It's innocence and stuff. I just, it's, it was so overbearing in like the few actual symbolism stuff they had that it made the stand out even more. There's just no script here. I, I cannot believe they were just running through the same landscape for an hour. This movie. It, when they got when he went to the house was burning down there was a part of me where I was like oh is that just the house where that woman like told that little girl told on him I, th- I thought that, that too I was like oh that house looks familiar yeah, yeah probably was. <laughs> I, think, I think they just all look like that <laughs> you just double back to that house uh, anything else about him? We've really torn this movie to shreds. Anything else about emancipation? About anything you want to add? No, I've been rambling for a while. Um, no, I think you you covered all of all of my thoughts. The one of the other things I wrote down here was that it didn't seem like he actually started running, like running until ninety minutes into yes. the movie. And I get, you know, he was nursing an injury, but like I was once he started running, I noticed it because I was like. Oh yeah, he's kind of just been walking and kind of like crouching for about yeah. an hour. <laughs> it was like this is the first time I've noticed him running. So those which... dogs sucked because it never seemed like he got very far. Yeah, and they could never find him. <laughs> Not... Those dogs ran at full speed the whole time, and they were nowhere near him. That's the onions. That's the onions. Yeah. yeah. Do we ever see him get those? Was I just looking? Yeah, at yeah. Phone? He like grabbed it off the ground. Really yeah, yeah, at the house when. when oh, the I little thought those were potatoes. I thought, I thought so too I until took... I saw the onion. Okay. I was like, oh. I thought he took food. <laughs> Like potatoes. I, I do. It's I do. I do. of onions outside like that. What's going I, on there? Are they farming them? Are they growing? Probably. I don't know. Uh, I do just want to clock uh, in the big battle scene when they're like losing and dying and it's going badly, and then suddenly the tide turns and the captain dies and Will Smith becomes the captain. And he's like, we have to get the cannons. Let's go. And everyone rallies. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, the tides have turned. The battle scene is, oh, it just fades away. No, there's like an explosion. Like, he, he's in frame and there's like a boom. Isn't there? And then when no, the that, smoke clears, he's gone. No, that that's oh, before. Okay. That's still when they're, like, losing. I don't know, you couldn't tell. The uh, movie looked like shit. Like, I couldn't tell anybody from anybody. I don't, I don't understand how the tides turned. Like, it was like, how how are they all of a sudden not hitting you all? You all are standing up straight, they running got, directly they at them. They running into no man's land, and the captain goes, wait, wait! And they all stop, and then they stop, <laughs> and he goes, to the trenches! Like, yeah, man, that's where I'm going! <laughs> I was going to the trenches! I'm going to the big hole! I'm not stop. standing here! That's what I'm not doing! <laughs> It's just, that was crazy. I just, I couldn't believe the decision to be like, oh, the, the tides are turning. Now the good guys are winning. Let's fade away. And then cut back to that night they when it's quiet and everyone is gone. I'm like, fuck off, man. Oh, God. His accent was bad, too. I thought his accent was I was shocked it was French. I had no idea. And then he just went like, Hoo? and I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Louisiana. I just—it was so disappointing. I just don't like him. I don't know if he can do much, very much stuff. I, and the script was just not good. No. Um, all right, let's rank it. What do we say? I say yes. I don't have the list, so what do we feel like? Just give me a few movies you feel like this is around. All right, uh, Ahmad, you want to uh, you want to set the line here? Should we do movie or should we do performance first? We can do movie. All right, what do you got, Ahmad? I'm thinking certainly like in the in the bottom five uh, movie category around like Wild Wild West and Collateral Beauty. Okay, okay. all right. What's right I, above those? Give me so, a few. 
right above we've got uh, we've got Wild Wild West as the number five worst. Got it. Uh, then you've got above that Suicide Squad and Shark Tale, and then Concussion. Mm-hmm. Well, is it weird for me to just go? Oh, I think Shark Tale's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his, weird. I, <laughs> his big slave movie. I, personally, I I think there's a pretty big tear break between Concussion and Shark Tale, where it's like, oh, Concussion's not good, and Shark Tale is terrible. Yeah, uh, and. <laughs> I feel that this falls on the concussion side of the line. Ooh, okay. okay. I, I think it. I think it. I think it's. Uh, it falls pretty close to concussion. Myself, I think it's. Uh, What's right above his, concussion? Uh, Bad Boys One. Okay. No. no. Followed I, by I, Seven Pounds. I, I. I. I would say concussion. Over this. I. I. I agree with that. I think. It I just think has a story. I would. Like, I would have it below concussion, but above Shark Tale. Okay. Uh, I am. Open to it being anywhere between uh, concussion and above collateral beauty. I think collateral beauty is is kind of the the next line of demarcation. That is, I'm with that. Like that's too bad. All right. So are, is, is that placement okay for you? Well, the, yeah. There's like a there's like a range of uh, no. A I range mean, of three con- bo- below concussion, above, above tail. Is there where, where would you put it in mind? Hmm. I would say I would put it between Suicide Squad and Wild Wild West. So Suicide Squad's better. All right. Than I this can... is, that, is that what you're saying? Suicide Squad's yeah, better. Yeah. It's yeah. Better than no. I I I can live with that. Yeah. That I is, uh, that's that's sure. in my range right there. All right. Suicide Squad has performances. That's fine. <laughs> it also has a blade that craps the soul of its victim, so you better not get killed by it. That's true. That's true. Uh, what's this movie called? <laughs> Emancipation. Yeah. How could you forget? I don't know. I uh, and then we go on to performance, which is uh, yeah. he has nothing see. to do in this. There's he's the whole movie, and I just felt like he has nothing to do but act like he's out it, of breath. It mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. such. We, I mean, we talked about this so much during the thing, but, like, Will Smith is a fine-to-good actor and a tremendous movie star. And so when you get a movie like King Richard, which is, like, utilizes some acting talent, but is uh, based quite a bit in his charisma and magnetism and his, like, star qualities... That is that is how you best utilize Will Smith, and you got a movie like this, which utilizes none of his star qualities, and again just gives him I don't think like anything to act off of, just like emoting that you're scared or in yeah. pain. <laughs> is it like that's not? It's not acting. It's not a that's, performance. Yeah, it's, it's not. not yeah, it's exactly. acting, but it's not. Yeah. Giving a performance, yeah, and and so it, I think I think it's partially to me that I don't think his performance was terribly good, and also partially he was just put in an impossible position. Was giving him nothing. Like you, you cannot just perform against no one. You have to have a companion or some something to speak. Even take like (laughs) that's actually very much like I am Legend, where he talks to the mannequins, he talks to his dog. Yes, giving he's and also he's just like. 
he has different emotions. He's like tired. He's bored. He's like frightened. He's yeah. annoyed. Like he has just emotions he goes through in that movie. Yeah, but it, the humans I, that's exactly it. He talks to the mannequins. He talks to the dog. He talks to like his talks to tape himself, recorder. Talks, yeah, exactly. He talks yeah. to the radio. Yeah, you don't need a person there, but like you know, uh, Castaway is is sort Castaway of the prime he example. The mm-hmm. He gets the volleyball. Talks to himself a lot. Yeah, yeah. there's there is there was always someone you to Castaway act oh, yeah. and react. Yeah, and movie. there's just none of that in this movie, so I yeah. I again think the performance is uh, is fairly low on my list. Castaway is still one of my favorite Super Bowl commercials. Do you remember the FedEx Super Bowl commercial? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you remember this? At the end, he goes to the yeah. he drops off the final package and he goes, "Just because it was my com- one of my lifelines, what was in that box?" And he goes, "Oh, it's just a satellite radio, waterproof matches, cans of food." And he's just like his face is just sunken. Yeah, that's great. All right, so what range are you feeling? I well, let's uh, let's open the conversation at concussion again. Okay. Where is okay? Well, give con- me some con- concussion. Concussion's pretty low. Concussion is just above Men in Black Two and Independence Day, and is just below Suicide Squad and Hancock. I think he's better in Hancock than this. I yeah, I I agree. I think he's better in Concussion. Yeah. All right. All right. Is, is, is Hancock below concussion or no? No, Hancock's above concussion. Oh, okay. All right. What's right below uh, concussion? Look Men in Black Two, two. Oh, and then Independence Day, which he's, 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 I think he's better. <laughs> he's better in Independence Day. How did that? He's better. Happen? I don't. That's a good, maybe because he's not in the movie a whole lot. I think that's probably what it is. He's like oh. he's in like a third. Of the movie. Right below Independence Day <laughs> is Wild Wild West. He's very charismatic. <laughs> Excuse you. He's very charismatic as James West. Uh, Desperado. Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. Um, <laughs> running six gun in this. What do we think? All right, so yeah, he's definitely better in Independence Day than this. So we're reading out Wild Wild West now. Uh, Wild Wild West and Bright are our next. Oh, oh God! Well, do maybe, you guys remember maybe Bright? Bright? <laughs> maybe we don't go lower than Bright. Yeah, I think that. Just yeah. Play, just plays a cop. Yeah. yeah nothing that's, in that's, there. That's fine. What do we think about Wild West? <laughs> He's, he's, he's at least funny he's in Wild Wild West. Yeah. He's doing his most like movie star performance, maybe. Well, he's just like he's he's he's, he's just I'm joking. And he's I'm hamming it up. Good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. I, yeah, I think between let's Wild Wild West and Bright, despite this movie, let's put him there. <laughs> so that on our ranking, we think he's better in Wild Wild West than Emancipation. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is. All right. Uh, Noah, give our final ranking of the performances, please. All right. Bottom to top. Bottom to top are performance rankings. The Legend of Bagger Vance is his worst performance, followed by After Earth, mm-hmm. Shark Tale, Bright, Emancipation, the new entry, Wild Wild West, Independence Day, Men in Black 2, Concussion, Suicide Squad, Hancock, Bad Boys, Gemini Man, and Collateral Beauty. Then we get into the top 15 with Seven Pounds, I, Robot, Spies in Disguise, Men in Black 3, and Hitch. And top 10, Focus, Aladdin, Men in Black, Ali, Bad Boys for Life, Bad Boys 2, Enemy of the State, I Am Legend, King Richard, and The Pursuit of Happiness. Wow. Hmm. All right, in my movies... Ranking bottom to top, please. All right. Full ranking. The right at the bottom we have the Legend of Bagger Vance, Bright, After Earth, Collateral Beauty, and then at twenty five Wild Wild West, 
Emancipation, Suicide Squad, Shark Tale, Concussion, Bad Boys at 20, Seven Pounds, I, Robot, Gemini Man, Men in Black 2, Hancock at number 15, Aladdin, Independence Day, Spies in Disguise, Hitch, and then the top 10, Ali, Men in Black 3, Focus, I Am Legend, Bad Boys for Life, King Richard at number 5, Bad Boys 2, The Pursuit of Happiness, Enemy of the State, and Men in Black. Alright, he does not have another movie on the books coming out, so... Might be a while till we do this again. I believe it. <laughs> I I do I do I do want to ask you both since I know I have my uh, I have my bones to pick with certain rankings. Yeah, uh, sure. With the uh, with the benefit of time passing and just like looking over those lists, is there anything that sticks out to either of you as like that's insane? How did that happen? <laughs> uh, from what I heard, you want to see the list? Uh, sure. From what I heard, for sure, I would say Independence Day. Performance over Men in Black Two, probably. Um, yeah, perhaps perhaps a little harsh on Independence Day in hindsight. Perhaps <laughs> a little. Not in movie ranking, it's right in the middle. But performance ranking, it's yeah. really low. That must have been screen time. So that I kind that 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 probably. Uh, and then I don't know. He's good in Collateral Beauty. Maybe Spies in Disguise is pretty high for performance. Thirteen. That wow. Was, that was that was that was a good that was a good uh, that was a good movie though. I think that that utilized his that was, uh, mm-hmm. his that, charm charisma. Well. Yeah. It's at yeah. twelve in uh, in the other one, which is interesting. It's very close to uh, Hitch. Hitch matches eleven and eleven on both lists. Yeah. Men in Black does not match. Anything else match? I want to watch King Richard again because I just saw we have it very high for performance and a yeah, uh, movie. I just want to you know yeah. make sure that wasn't just a one watch. I it was in know, my top ten. It was, it, was, it was my number ten of that year. I really I really thought it was a great old school entertainment. But what closing out getting with it with it maybe for a couple of years? <laughs> what uh, where do we want to see Will Smith go? For his next project, mind you, he has Baton to Baton Rouge. Na- he has to. <laughs> I want Will Smith to follow the canons. Um, he, uh, he's, you know, he's gonna have to navigate this. So this isn't just like a, you know, a, a, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I actually think about what career path he wants to take. I still think that Bad Boys Four is a good bet, and I think that that's. I said this to Noah. I think that if this didn't happen, that's like a July Fourth release, and he's uh, back on Mister July, Mister oh, wow. King of July. Yeah, on July Fourth, I think that that's a good bet. Or maybe just let's get Aladdin two going and give him something family friendly. Kids don't care about what happened at the Oscars. Parents probably don't, in general. So let's get Aladdin two going. Something with his face on screen where he's doing a family friendly thing before we go back to these more serious pictures that just don't get a lot. I think getting a lot of eyeballs on him and like a very happy-go-lucky project yeah. is what's necessary, but I still think Bad Boys is something to capitalize on, and I'm surprised it's going on three years without any announcement for Aladdin 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's, that's got to be the answer. Something fun, mm-hmm. something something that a movie star does. Yeah. Tap not, into not, that not, charm. Not, yeah, not, not a romantic comedy. I don't think we're ready for, like, <laughs> you know, whatever that would be, but, sure. like, yeah, we're just a comedy in general, you know? Yeah, maybe maybe he could maybe something in which he could do like an Austrian accent. 
Sure. Maybe he could play the Terminator. You hated the this Terminator. <laughs> I know. That's a bad idea. <laughs> um, I don't know. Getting a big star to be a Terminator would be interesting. Sure. Amal, what about you? What are you thinking? I like the idea of a, of another bad boys. I want him. Yeah, I want him to do something where he's funny. I want him to be charming. I want him to, you know, tap into those movie star qualities. Mm-hmm. Remind us all why we love him so much, so that we can further put this whole Oscar incident in the back burner. Yeah, for sure. On the back burner. Or he could just uh, formally declare his entry into a Dana White slap fight competition, <laughs> and he could he could just become the world champion. You have to promote that. Him. He just <laughs> leans into you it. You have to. He's such a nice guy. He's gonna go, guys. I'm not gonna do it. And they're like, come on, guys. I'm not gonna do it. I no, I don't want to. And they say one thing about his family. He just fucking yeah. hits the shit on him. Um, yeah, sure. That'd be Your daughter ever stopped whipping her hair back and forth? <laughs> and then he, he takes that man's head off with one blow. It's going to be one punch man, except with a slap. Um, oh, we didn't, out of four stars, what are we giving uh, Emancipation? Oh, Lord. Uh, I'll say, God, do I feel angry enough to give it one and a half? I'm going to stick to two, but it's a low two. It's... Because I do think that the guy is worth discussing, but... Almost every part of the filmmaking is just so subpar that it hurts the movie overall. I, I don't think I can go. One and remind one. me, this is out of four stars, yeah. correct? Yeah. I don't think I can go one and a half, but that's just me. I I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> I can and will. This this could be on your list. We're not. We haven't done the worst of you. Yeah. Noah. Yeah, it's, it's one and a half. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like two two is out of the question. <laughs> What do we think of One and a half. Okay. One and wow. a half. I stick with that. I'm yeah. being more... All right, I'll go one and a half. I'll go one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one and a half is fine. <laughs> um, all right, we don't have another reaction. You didn't know Adamus. Knock at the cabin. So, movie recommendations. Noah, recommend a movie for the folks yeah. for this week slash weekend. Um... I mean, it's unfair that I get to go first, but Living is in 644 theaters. I second uh, this. this past weekend, and is just an outstanding movie. Yeah, I uh, is like is sad, but not too sad, and is is charming and uplifting. It's reaffirming. Not, uh, in yeah, a way. Uh, it's just just incredibly nice and beautiful and emotional and great. And it I really, loved it. it really knocked me on my on my shoes. I was yeah. like, "Whoa, this is interesting and funny and just beautiful to look." It's old school filmmaking, and it makes everything feel regal and big. And uh, it's a wonderful little British story. It's, yeah, great. it's great. It's great. Um, I'm gonna say then, uh, why not? I haven't seen it, but. Knock at the Cabin. I'm reading the book, so I know that it's the story's good, right? Uh, I can't speak for the movie, but it did have some press screenings last week, and I the word that I got out of my film Twitter was that it is very good, and that uh, Batista's great, and uh, Jonathan... Majors. No. Nope. No. Oh my god, what is his name? Yeah, I agree. Jonathan played the king yeah. in Hamilton. Oh my god. His name is... Having Jonathan there, he was in mind. Jonathan Groff. Is his name. I hear he's also great. And uh, if this book is any indication, this is... You can't picture anyone else but Dave Bautista doing this role. So I can't wait for it. Uh, It's a great book. It's very 
scary and violent and really cool. I mean, I got 40, 28 pages left, something like that. Um, and I can't wait to see what M. Night does with it. So I say go see that. It's a big uh, thriller movie. Go see it in theaters. Let's talk about it. Let's go. Can you double check to make sure it's not actually Jonathan Majors? Uh, yeah, it's Jonathan Groff. That's all okay. I got to know. Jonathan Majors cannot be in everything. <laughs> he had a movie at Sundance where he's going to be up for Oscars for. Oh, he's really? Got, yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's got uh, the Ant-Man. He's got Creed. He's got a lot going on. All right, fine. Um... What about you, Ma? What do you feel like people should check out? Um, this is not in theaters, but I believe it is on streaming, maybe HBO or something like that. Uh, it came out in July of last year, Where the Crawdads Sing, uh, oh, based off of the did book. Did you like that? Yeah, loved that movie. It was good. Cool. cool. I, uh, I recommend it. Didn't catch it. No. She like kills a kid or something. They think she does. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Noah, plug us up. All right, you can find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm at Brian DeServer, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R, which is also my handle on Letterboxd. Still trying to get him out on that app. One day he will. <laughs> and, of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Uh, we are on to the next one hey <laughs> bringing it to music yeah I uh, well uh, on to the next only, one uh, only appropriate <laughs> only fitting uh, let's announce I forgot we should do this but let's announce our tournament ooh yeah let's do it we have a tournament coming up um, I have let me pull up the uh, schedule that I made for us but uh, explain what we've done in the past while I do this alright uh, well we've done several of these so far we have crowned the greatest blockbuster of the 2010s of the 2000s and of the 1990s uh, we also crowned the uh, biggest flop of the 21st century that's right uh, and that was kind of a bummer uh, so now <laughs> we are uh, we're moving into a more aspirant territory Aspirational. Right. I don't think aspirant's the right word or on, a word at all. Who's to say? I have a better way to say Back it. Back to you, Brian. We're taking on a big load. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and uh, jump back <laughs> all in right. here. No, please, go ahead. Um, we're, uh, we're really swimming in it. No, we've, we're, 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 we're taking on a lot. We're doing a lot here. We are, we've, we've spent the past few tournaments talking about sequels and franchise starters and over and over again and we decided we've talked about them enough let's dedicate a whole tournament to them as we prepare to bring you multiplex something we're calling multiplex madness pronounced with an ip that's right we are searching for the greatest blockbuster franchise of all time we have like 112 107 contenders uh, that are hoping to get drafted. We're splitting them into two groups, original franchises and uh, adapted franchises, and they will be going head-to-head in our two conferences. Um, drafting begins February 20th. Why February, I wonder? Why not start it in March? Oh, because March is when the tournament will start. Okay, that makes sense. Sure. February 20th, um, which is the same episode we're doing our B-sides. That'll be when we uh, we drop the the first half of the draft. Um, Ahmad, we hope you you're a big supporter of our tournaments. We hope you'll come back for a couple as we get further in, so we're not bombarding you with. Uh, we have sixteen movies, which means you have uh, twenty uh, thirty two movies to watch. Um, but we hope you come by uh, later on in the tournament to help us out. Love to. Uh, 
you will also be back March uh, for the March 6th episode, giving our best of 2022. We'll be talking about movies. And Ahmad once had a, uh, a music podcast, and so he'll be coming on to give us his favorite albums and a couple songs from this past year. Outstanding. Oh, yeah. So we're excited to have you back for that as well. Um, so yeah, February 20th, just a few weeks, it'll begin. Nice. All right, that is it uh, for this week. Ahmad, thanks for being here as always. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, this has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week, and until then, go see a movie. <laughs>